Blog Talk Radio. Let our faith be in 
We don't mind talking about David down in the valley with three smooth stones. We don't Come mind on, talking about what? the Hebrew boys in the fiery furnace. But we ain't going to do none of that but tell a story. And that's the problem. We don't want to put our hands in the fire. We don't want to risk nothing. We want God to bless us. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Give us the things we want. But we don't want to stand up for his name and deal with issues biblically. Yeah, we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. Because you know, when you say all those things, it sounds so good. You know, it roll off your tongue yeah. like, 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 but, like you know something. But then you go Until, sit down and watch TV. Uh, and you don't want to get involved. You, you know, don't want to get involved. Insane. You see things, but you don't want to say anything because you're afraid. And the first thing that God said when Jesus came, what are the first two words He would always say to us? Fear not. Fear what? Fear not. Fear not. Fear not. All right. Not. And you, you know what the context, let me tell you something about that word fear. That word is about three or four different words in there. But you know what the basic root of that word fear means? It's not, uh, one time he's saying don't be afraid like you would say uh, a big dog run up in your yard, big, big man, a pit bull run up in your yard. You're going to have that kind of fear. All right? That's natural human emotion. You walk in your house, there's a big bulk constrictor at the foot of your bed, you're going to have fear. But the root of a lot of those different words, when they change, meant don't be a coward. Come on now. And it's a difference between being afraid and being a coward. A coward. And yeah. when you look those words up in the Greek, like when he says God's not giving us the spirit of fear, well, that's the wrong word translated from King James. That word means timidity. It means cowards because cowards never stand. They always got an excuse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. They always run mm-hmm. away. Well, if I wake up and there's a boy constrict at the end of my bed, y'all call me what you want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have me some new shoes. That's what I'm going to have. <laughs> <laughs> That's natural fear because we got natural fear after the God. Uh, you know, he's not talking about this natural fear because Adam had to have fear because the snake was going to bite him. But a lot of times, the way he means cowards. And when we look at what's going on in our neighborhoods, you know, just a few yeah. weeks ago, uh, we had a three year old baby got killed here. Yeah. Nobody yeah. said nothing. Now we got this murder today. Every 60 days, these was killing going on in our community, 10 to 1 to what the police do, but we don't want to say nothing. Then when the police kill, oh, we want to tap the city, churches in the churches, talking about all that smack. But with all these dope boys killing and this violence in our neighborhood that's germane to where we are, it ain't everywhere. It ain't, it ain't in these white neighborhoods. These white kids ain't shooting one another. No, no, they're shooting up, but they ain't killing one another. It's where we live, and we don't want to change nothing because we're scared to come out here and pull it down, this stronghold, and take dominion and authority outside of the prayer meeting. Come on. Oh, I, told my, I don't even go to prayer meeting tomorrow because I'm already prayed. Let me show you with the video. Now, let's pray about what we're going to do. Oh, they be so hot. And to add to that, add to that, they will go out and tap and stuff, and they don't own that for good. They go tap the stores. What you say, what you say, what you say, Mr. Yeah, they'll go out and tap the store that they got to shop at. They own stores. You know, the stores they got to shop at. The stores they, they got to buy. They ain't going to cross the track and tap nothing. No. <laughs> they're going to tap the places they got to eat at. You know. That's right. You know, 
when they get through acting crazy, and, I, and that's what I call it, when they get through acting crazy and busting out all the windows and turning out all, all turning over all the cars, now you got to come back and clean up that mess. And that's why I say, and every one of them need to be arrested and put in jail because they are anarchists. That's what they really are. But we black folks, well, this is our problem. We don't want to have a higher standard in our community. We want to keep giving them excuses. And I'm saying that because I've been, I've been in thug life. So nobody can't tell me nothing about thug life. I've already been there, got the T-shirt, done it. We don't want to have a higher standard because if to have a higher standard, you got to have accountability for your action. It's always been hard for black folks, but you ain't got to do crime. You ain't got to sell dope. You ain't got to do none of that. You do that because you don't want to come up from the bottom to the top the right way. You don't want to clean toilets. You don't want to work at Burger King. You think you old, sub, but we don't want to say these things about this generation we live in because I done been the dope man. I remember you couldn't give me a job on a pie train tasting pies. I was a fly guy, baby. I remember. Oh, oh. oh my God. Well, I tell y'all, y'all who that's tuned in, it's on fire on this other day. It's on fire. All right, now we going to go. We're going to let the Abraham brother tell us a little something, something. No more yokes on us, but I tell you, whew, if you got something on you, you better get them up off you. Because it's time to fight, y'all. It's time to fight. No more yokes. Thank you, God. Since I've been born again, since the Lord washed me in his fresh blood and cleansed me from all my sins, I want to tell the world.
Mm-hmm. You know, you uh-huh. don't go buy something to drink. You know, you always had that one person that wanted to drink and didn't and didn't have no money to put in on. They want to drink all. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. I ain't never have no money. <laughs> so I ain't got no. I ain't never got none. What y'all got? What you 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 got? Ain't oh my See, goodness! Fortunately, I was never an alcohol drinker, so I ain't had that problem. Praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. But you know, you always got that person who ain't got no money, but mm-hmm. but eating most of the stuff. That's right. That's right. So here they Lord, come. Steve. Look, and the moral of this story is: carry on Please weight. That's all I'm saying. Oh. He won't do. He won't do that again. I bet you. She oh, gonna give him the look. Ooh, she I wish him the look. She so bad I can taste it. She just gonna give him the look like Rasputia on Norbert. She just gonna give uh-huh. him the look. And no. all he gonna do. <laughs> you know what to no. keep him. You know what to keep him out that predicament. Drink water. <laughs> oh my God, Lord. Jesus, give us some wisdom. Give us some wisdom. Before I leave out this body, give me some wisdom not to put Mr. D on the news, okay? In the name of Jesus. Matter of fact, before I die, before I die, Kirk Franklin, come and please, Jesus, because he's alone. Brothers and sisters. I'm feeling real good, cause it ain't over. Right before I die, I got it. Get out my drink so I can be what you sent for me. Not just for me, but so they can see much more of him. Right before I die, I got it.
Christ. Who didn't want to go to work 
and was creating more chaos in the community. And we keep we've been giving them a pass for forty two years. Forty two years we've been giving them a pass. And when crack came out in nineteen eighty one, when that's mm-hmm. when crack came out. Because I was, I, was, I, was, I was the powder and the, and, and the weed man back then. You couldn't buy what we call no good marijuana. You got all that stuff coming out of Mexico with all them sticks in it. And it was set up in L.A., Chicago, New York. Then it was in every black neighborhood in America. And nobody in the church had vision to do nothing because of fear. And we had these low standards and blaming everybody else. We, that, and, and at that time, we had the advent of what I call the mega ministry. All they were talking about, you can make it, you can have it, you're, 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 you're coming into your purpose and your destiny, and all was a purpose and destiny wound up for you to make money. See, I'm going to tell you all something. You don't need God to make money. You don't need God to make money. No, you need God to help you do things his way so he can give you some money, but you don't need God to make money. Strippers approve that every day, okay? <laughs> and you don't need to run nowhere. You don't need to run nowhere for nobody to give you your purpose. Open up your Bible and do thus says the Lord. But what we've done, we have marketed church into nothing but a social club event. That's why we don't have no influence in our neighborhood. How can you have a mega church? And you don't run no part of your city where you done took dominion. Where you said, we ain't letting the devil. We're going to take the devil's territory. Oh, now they'll say that in prayer and in the spirit. But they will not manifest in the natural because we really. Uh, and this ain't got nothing to do with calling what I'm talking about, okay? All right, to that, well, that ain't your calling. This is your calling. For the Bible said, go in the heads and highways and compel men to come. What we have done for the last 42 years is prostitute Jesus' name for our own personal gain and spiritualize it while death and murder run our neighborhoods. And now it's time for us to stand up as Christians and start dealing with these issues biblically and stand out there and say, okay, this is coming to an end. And stop blaming everybody or the white man. I ain't never seen no white man in my neighborhood about selling dope. I've seen them buying it, though, because I sold it to plenty of <laughs> Sold it to plenty of So, And we don't want to hold these young people accountable. And let me tell you, I'm, I'm going to close on this right here. When you look at our community, all right, they're always talking about impacting the generation, which is a whole bunch of malarkey, because they don't want to come and take dominion. These boys, what make these boys? And this is a germane, especially with black boys, 90% Okay, and the other ones come out of the Hispanic neighborhoods, right? But they ain't like ours because there ain't no white boy gangs. What make them between ten and fifteen become violent, dark, gun-toting thugs? Mm-hmm. What is it in the atmosphere in our community? Nobody want to talk about this. That make them I, go from from that to make that jump between ten and fifteen. Mm-hmm. It's Nobody will talk it's about rough. that. Okay. Nobody will talk about that. But this is what I think. Now, I, I mean, I, I've been preaching this for a minute, but I, I mean, it, 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 the parents got something to do with a lot of this. And I'm going to tell you why. 
I'm telling you, everybody says, you know, it starts at home and stuff like that in training. Yes, it got to start at home. But this is what I'm saying. Just give you, just give you an example. I go to people's house. They got 13 years old, 12, maybe 16, 18-year-old young boys sitting in the living room with these video games. Oh, all right. Now, they got the video game on Grand Theft Auto. That's right. right. Everything's thuggery. Wait a minute. I'm looking at it because I'm figuring, I'm trying to figure out the game. But all I see is killing, shooting, stabbing, dragging these people out the car. So I'm like, where y'all mama? Oh, she in there. Okay. I'm going there. What's that they watching? Oh, no, that's just a game. That's just a game. No, no, no. That's not just a game. All right. If they sit there, they're almost 24 hours a day playing this game. What do you think it's going to do? What do you think it's going to do? They they got to to master this game. They got to be perfect and winning this game. They got to kill as many people they can, snatch as many cars as they can, stab as many people Mm -hmm. they can, shoot as many people they can. That's right. What do you think doing this every day with all your buddies, what do you think they're going to do at one point in time? You don't think they're going to go out there and try to take and steal a car? They don't think they're going to try to steal somebody's car? and on top of that, on top of that, Ruby, just gonna, on top of that, our community atmosphere is conducive for that because we have nothing out there to combat that. And when when you when you put that, that what you just put together, when you draw those lines together, and they come from that game into their neighborhood, because this don't go on in white folk neighborhoods. They come down our neighborhood to do this. It, it is nothing Uh-oh. in the atmosphere to change that to back up into the homes. To back up into these places, cause we got a whole bunch of. That's why the Bible says, "Be a father to the fatherless." We got a whole bunch of children, their mom and daddy home, but they ain't home. Oh. Now they can march. Now they go out there and march in the middle of the street, cause the police done shot their child. Oh Lord. In the millions. <laughs> but they won't. But be we don't see nobody home. marching in the millions to stop all of this, this gang violence. It, what, uh, and just uh, a few minutes. I'm telling you, before this broadcast aired. Wait a minute. Before this broadcast aired today, a young boy, about 15 years old, blew a, about an 80-something-year-old man brains out, him and his wife coming from church, stopped Not to get Lord. some gas. Blew his brains out just to tell, steal the car. Well, you know, just kind of, you know, kind of figure back a little bit, being somebody that, you know, deals with, you know, youth on a regular basis. One thing is, and I, you know, just use, keeping it blunt. Parents now don't want to raise their kids. That's right. right. They don't want. They don't want to. Do that. No, because they let everything else raise them. Because they don't, they ain't got time. Okay. They don't. They, ain't, they, they don't feel like being bothered. That's right. Okay. Number one, the, the parents are young, so they want to be to have their kids and then go rip and run the streets and do all the stuff mm-hmm. you would do as if you don't have kids. Two, what you got to understand, and what a lot of them don't understand, the streets recruit. Early. What you say, D? The street oh, wait, 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 wait. I need to write that down. Say? What you say, Doc? The streets right. start recruiting early. That's right. Mm, 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 That's mm, right. Mm. And whoever mm. run the streets run the home. Exactly. See, the streets start. The street. The streets start coming after your kid around about ten, eleven years old. That's right. All right. All right. Three, you see what I'm saying? 
the streets will rape. I, I, I had to counsel the young boy. I said the streets will take you in. They will, they will take you in with open arms. They will raise you. They will groom you. Mm-hmm. Bring you up in the life of the streets to do all that stuff on the streets. And then mm-hmm. you know what? The streets turn on you. All That's right. The streets are undefeated. You can't win against the streets. The streets no, have not, not lost a battle yet. No, no. And they can't lose until the church show up. But, but we don't want to show up because we're scared. You know what my mantra was? Let me tell you what I used to watch. I don't know if y'all ever seen the Mac. But when the I was Mac? coming up, the Mac, yes, the Mac. Yeah, yeah we've seen that. Well, seen I it. used to watch the Mac and across 110th Street. Oh. And the, the, that was my thing. Uh, when I was selling dope, I would play the Mac and the across 110th Street, and I indoctrinated myself into the game. All I started hanging out was them older pimps and drug dealers till I learned the game. But D, just what you just said, when I when it turned on and I and I had them sixteen charges and every one of them carried nine years. All right mm-hmm. now. And I had to go in front of that judge, change came over me. <laughs> a great thing. But wait a minute, wait a minute. But 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 at an early, early, early age, your mama had you in church. What you, what you I wasn't nothing but a church boy gone bad. That, that's what but I'm the streets the it streets called me. God know how to get you back. Yes, yeah. he know but he now he gotta do but take his hands off you. Let but the there was nothing between but there was nothing between me and the streets because when I was doing that it's the same thing today. There's nothing in our community atmosphere coming from the saints that decree and declare that we ain't having this because we're the power. There's no, we are the masters of all demons, but we are scared of retaliation that the Lord won't protect us. So we stay in church pleading the blood while the devil on the streets raising hell. Yeah. See, the problem, the problem is with these. Youth, okay. The yeah. problem is we can keep the youth in the church. You know, most of us grew up in the church since we was three, four, five, six years old. We grew up in the church. We learned the word and all this stuff. But the one thing they do not teach these youth how to do is how to practically apply this stuff to your everyday life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Give them a Bible. I think they're gonna understand it. But uh, yeah. I tell y'all this, we you get ready to go right. into we get ready to go into Inspiration Corner, but we're gonna pick this up next week. Yeah, same time, y'all listeners, we're gonna pick it up. And for all of those who got something to say, call in, let us know something, something. Hey, we don't mind. Let us know you on the air. But right now, we in the house with Inspiration Corner. You say, you say, you know, we, don't say corner. we don't say corner. You know, we don't say corner here. We say Kona. C-O-N-A. Kona.
Amen. I'm Bishop Herbert McCray. I going here one while, but I've been asked to speak on the blood of Jesus. So for the next three to four Sundays, I will be teaching on this important subject. Because talking about the blood of Jesus, a lot of teaching to really understand. Because it's a spiritual message as well as a fleshly message. I'm sure in church you have heard again and again, I was washed in the blood of Jesus. Yeah. What does that mean? Do I have to be washed in the blood to be clean? Hmm. Jesus said his blood, Jesus shed his blood to pay my debt. What debt do I owe? The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. What wages? How much do I owe? What is sin? In order to understand these questions fully, we will have to go back to the beginning of time. And we will find out who is God. And it was his commandments told us about sin. What is sin? I want you to write this down. Sin is disobeying the word of God. Who is God? Well, we can't define God fully because he's the creator and the, the, uh, the created cannot define the creator. But God in terms is life. He is everlasting life. There's no death has no part in God. He is a spirit of everlasting life. He is life. Now we go back to the beginning and the Bible tells us in the creation that the earth was void, meaning that it was empty. It was lifeless. It had no order. And darkness compared around this void space. And God said, let there be light over this void, empty space where there was no life. And the light came when God said, let there be light. All of a sudden, there's rays now. There's solar power now. There's energy now. Vitamin C. All of these living particles in the light coming from the one who is life? He spoke to the dirt of the earth. And after speaking over the dirt, which was nothing but just dirt, but life came 
out of the dirt. The grass began to grow. Flowers began to grow. Trees sprung up. Tree of life. Flower had life in them. The grass had life in them. The dirt had life in it also. Speaking over the air. Speaking also brought forth the animals. Creeping things. The fowls of the air. He spoke to the waters. Life came in the water. The fish. The waves. The wind. All because life spoke life in this creation of this void earth. He told the sun to shine in the daytime. And he told the moon to shine in his order at nighttime. And everything that God said and what he said, it happened. Nothing disobeyed God. You don't disobey God. What God said, all of creation done it. And God said, it was good. Now, if the sun wouldn't shine in its order, that means the sun would be disobeying. And it would have been called sin. If the fish would have lived it out of the water instead of in the water, this would be called disobeying. And that would be called sin. But everything obeyed God and his words. And everything was perfect. And God said it was good. Then God said, let us make man and woman and let them have dominion over all of this creation. Let us make man and woman and put them in charge over everything. And I, God told Adam, out of everything, now you're in charge, you can eat of every tree. But the tree of knowledge of good and evil, do not eat of it. If you eat of it, you will surely die. That was the only commandment that Adam had to follow, him and Eve. Adam disobeyed and ate with Eve the fruit, and they brought death and sin into the world. By one man's disobedience, sin entered into the world, and by sin, death came forward. Disobeying the word of God, which God told him not to do, man did. That was the beginning of sin. It brought a separation between man and God. And when you are separated from God, you are separated from life eternity. By eating of the fruit, sin entered the DNA of man. From eating that forbidden fruit, it passed on to all men. Sin of good and evil overtook man's fleshly body. That every thought in him became evil. 
It got so bad that it made God repentant that he had made man and decided to destroy the world with water. But he saw grace in one family of Noah. God decided to destroy the whole world because of sin. That's what sin is, disobeying God's word. Now, be sure to join us next week. Now, we'll be talking more about sin and the blood of Jesus and what it takes to put us back in atonement with God. Be sure to join us next week.
time. I tell you, we did yeah. a lot of talking today, but we got to let you know what's going on out here. We need to let you know. Amen. And I just want to say happy birthday to Bishop Afraid today. Oh, oh happy birthday. Oh, so you just telling us his birthday was today, huh? Happy birthday. Thank happy you. birthday, Bishop. My happy daughter's birthday, birthday today birthday. and my grandson's birthday today, so we're going to happy birthday to all. Happy Hallelujah. birthday. Happy oh, birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. Oh, my please. Oh, everybody. Join us next week. We love you. God bless you. We love you. We are. Oh,